0: Kyler Murray was at OTAs. I feel shocked. And Connor Orr from Sports Illustrated Monday Morning QB joins me for two segments to give his thoughts about the Arizona Cardinals offseason, as well as if the Cardinals are going to re-sign Kyler Murray to the extension before the start of the 2022 season. Let's roll. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona
1: Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome in, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Um, Kyler Murray was at OTAs yesterday, whoop flip and I'll talk about that at the end of the show. First, I want to get this guy in here. Um, he's one of the best football minds out there. He's responsible for 100 bold predictions for the 2022 NFL season, two of which have to do with Arizona Cardinals players, staff writer for Sports Illustrated, and the Monday morning QB, Connor, or the man, the myth joins me. Connor, thanks for joining me, man. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Okay, so I've been, I've been getting guests uh, from a national perspective talking about the Arizona Cardinals over the last three weeks or so. Um, people know what I think because I talk about it every day. I think Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kimes' extensions were premature to say the least. I think Kyler Murray should have already got a contract extension regardless of what you know the history of the NFL has written up to this point. From how it ended last season to where the Cardinals are now, what grade would you give as the for the Arizona Cardinals as an entity?
1: Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, uh, you know, maybe generously something in the C range. I, I I just think this is a really old roster, and the young players that they've brought in to supplant the older players aren't getting on the field, right? And so I think that there's some concern there with in my mind a lot of wasted draft capital over the last few years um you know squandered draft capital um the hollywood brown trade i I just don't know if maybe aj brown that thing had already been consummated and you weren't making calls on that but it just when when one happens so close to the other and the discrepancy is such i think you know that kind of looks bad i think from a gm standpoint and just generally. I mean, I agree with you. I probably wouldn't have extended the coach and the GM at this point and through the years that they did. Um, I think that you're going to find in in a couple, in the ensuing years that paying coach salaries is something that owners really don't want to do. Um, you know, additional coach salaries, fired coach salaries. And so it wouldn't surprise me to see them hang on through a large portion of that extension. And I would just wonder what what we've kind of gotten so far that sort of validates that much confidence. Um, when the drafting hasn't been great, you've really been patchworking it with a lot of veteran free agents and older veteran free agents. And so um, it just doesn't seem like a sustainable roster building plan to
0: me. At Connor or on Twitter, uh, staffwriter, si.com, and uh, the Money Morning QB, one of the best in the business. Joining me here, Locked on Cardinals. I mean, I'm scratching my head because I try to find positivity because I mirror what you say. To, to to the letter. I mirror what you say. I feel like, and I equate it to this: him and Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury can put together a great movie trailer, but the movie's not always so great. Yeah, you know, Cliff Kingsbury's play calling at times is masterful. Where the hell is that? It's you know, more so. And then Steve Kime, what he did with DeAndre Hopkins, even though that was you know rumored to be an owner-to-owner trade and not necessarily Steve Kime's doing, but the JJ Watt thing is fine. It's changing the changing the um you know, just the foundation of this organization, Patrick Peterson on the way out. Like, what I find right now, and I want to ask you about Kyler Murray in a second, is that what former players say about the Cardinals and what former players say about other organizations isn't on the same plane. And maybe I'm too close, but I feel like Patrick Peterson, Calais Campbell never say anything bad about anybody. Uh, Teron Matthew, like there, Chase Edmonds came out on Patrick Peterson's podcast this offseason. Do you see the Cardinals as an organization that's run – just egregiously differently from others or am i too close to the situation and i'm just getting the stockholm syndrome rinse and repeat
1: i don't think it's egregiously different and i think we have to all players need a dose of perspective right i mean we're at this point in the nfl where on one end of the spectrum we had urban meyer Uh, And so, I mean, there are are some poorly run run franchises in the NFL, right? And, um, you know, I think you're hearing a lot of chatter from Vikings players now. The end of the Mike Zimmer era was a little bit contentious. And, you know, I, I think what the Cardinals have is not bad. I just don't think it's, you know, you put normal in air quotes. What is normal now in the NFL? But I don't know how much, I don't know how much, Cliff Kingsbury is kind of the, the general there, you know, I think that in good ways and in bad ways, it's a really shared load there. Um, you know, whether it's Jeff Rogers or, uh, you know, Vance Joseph, like I think a lot of those guys are picking up bigger pieces of the load, um, and allowing Cliff to do a lot of the offensive stuff. Um, that works if you're the new Orleans saints who have been operating that way for years. Um, but then you need Sean Payton's offense to be able right. to legitimize it. If if you're spending all that time with the offense and you kind of have more of a connection with the offense and the offense is sputtering down the stretch and if you lose one player, the whole thing falls apart, then what is your offense? And I, you know, I, I think that's maybe a little bit of a harsh criticism for Cliff, but he himself said at the Combine, I didn't do a good enough job mixing things up when DeAndre went down. And it's like, okay, well – how do you not plan for a receiver that age to miss time? You know, I I think it's pretty easy on the other end of the of the arc at this point.
0: Yeah, and uh Connor or SI.com and, and Monday morning qb joining you here on um locked on cardinals. So um agreed, I'm harsher on Cliff than maybe like I, I feel like what he hasn't done is elevate Kyler Murray to where other coaches may have through year three. Kyler Murray has shown so many, I call him oh my god moments. And we haven't seen the potency that i thought we would have seen of the oh my god moments through 3 years but that's not to say that kyler murray doesn't share some of the blame here or you know some of some of the fault is you know kind of loosely defined with the downturn of the second half of the season last year when you look at kyler murray from afar up close whatever do you see fringe superstar potential in him or do you see very good quarterback hopefully for a long time barring injury
1: I think very good quarterback for a long time barring injury. And it's interesting. I mean, I, I could be dead wrong about this, um, but I was watching the second Ra- or the Rams playoff game. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and I watched uh, the Rams regular season uh, game. And what stood out to me was the fact that like, you know, in, in an air raid system, and again, we'll put air raid in quotes, because the Cardinals aren't really a full on air raid team. They run air raid principles, right? But you're supposed to get rid of the ball really fast. And Kyler Murray's snap to throw time is what it is. but he just doesn't really hit checkdowns. And I was watching the Rams and the way that they would kind of flood the backfield and get on him. And sometimes this is not a knock. This is just a general thought, but like sometimes I don't think he can see the checkdowns because teams are flooding certain lanes and are making easy throws difficult. I think it was in that playoff game when, um, when he ends up the, uh, the pick six, right. Um, and ends up getting like, uh, taken down in the end zone the check down was there or, you know, there was stuff right there immediately. He could have gotten rid of the ball, but I can see where he couldn't have seen that. And so it's interesting to me that like, I don't know if they're just little pieces of that offense that can't work exactly the way that you need it to. And that needs an adjustment on cliff. I mean, I remember when I talking to Warren moon about this with Russell Wilson, like on bootlegs, they just needed to do stuff differently and he needed to practice stuff differently. You know, remember they would do kind of the little loft check downs where they would kind of like float them and st- you know, I mean, yeah, this might be that kind of situation. I don't know, but there does seem to just be that little bit of, you know, Kyler's doing a lot of it on his own. And I think he's just got to work a little bit harder than other
0: quarterbacks sometimes. All right. That was the first part of my interview with Connor Orr. second part coming up after the break, uh, here on lockdown Cardinals first blue Nile.com. Um, there's a couple of things I don't know about. One is cars when I talk about Rock Auto. And two is jewelry, things like that. Whether you're ready to pop the question, you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com, okay? There's something special about Blue Nile that I talk about that I reiterate. If you're looking fine, if you're looking for fine jewelry, but having trouble, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24 seven, available via phone or chat. to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. So, if you're looking for a diamond shape, like a specific diamond shape or size or clarity or whatever, and you don't know what the hell you're doing, they've got people you can chat with. They've got people you can chat with 24 7. That's the Blue Nile difference. Make your moment sparkle with Julie from bluenile.com and locked on sports listeners. Get 50 bucks off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast podcast exclusive includes engagement rings, which is huge. Use code LOCKED ON. That's code LOCKED ON. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. All right, second segment Locked on Cardinals. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Free and available. On all platforms, I'm your host Alex Clancy. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast and Locked On AZ Cards. Before I get back to Connor Orr, we have an important favor to ask you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On podcasts. Go to lockedonpodcast.com/survey right now to get started. It won't take very long. And everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of ten hundred dollar ticket master gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to lockdownpodcast.com/slash survey. Thank you for your help. Now, onto the second part of my interview with Connor Orr from Sports Illustrated Monday morning QB. Yeah. Um, and before I get to the hundred bowl prediction for the 22 great read on SI.com. And you can get Sports Illustrated in print forms. You know, you can still get it in magazine form still. Right. We'll talk about that in a second. I'm gonna go to the text for that. Um one last thing about Kyler, because it, he's fascinating, he's polarizing. Um, what made Drew Brees great was his ability to step up in the pocket. He was—he's the same size as Kyler, maybe an inch and a half taller. You know, whatever. I mean, I'm, we're not going to go to height here. Like, not everybody's Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or Josh Allen. Brock Osweiler had more balls batted down in his in his year in Houston than Kyler Murray did in his last year at o, at Oklahoma. So it's not always height. Do you see? Kyler Murray's fadeaway throws, the NFL's catching up to it now. Is that what we're seeing here? And his not inability. When you have Rodney Hudson at center, you're gonna get the depth to be able to step up. And is that a glaring thing or am I looking at it too closely with his inability to really step up? Because once he plants his foot, he's got a cannon. And it just seems like when he's when he's backpedaling and doing the the cute tosses to get picked, that's kind of where we've, you know, kind of run into uh, a little bit of concern for him. I think I'm
1: giving all quarterbacks this year the benefit of the doubt because you saw the proliferation of of that Fangio cover two shell stuff where every team is dropping seven guys into Mm -hmm. coverage. And that was not the case a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. And so – you needed, I mean, I think that's why the Bengals did so well. I mean, you just basically needed a quarterback to hang back there and, and, and make perfect throws with such regularity. And I think that's what ended up saving the Bengals. But I don't think that the league is catching up to it. I think that they've just really given up on blitzing because so many quarterbacks are so athletic. So they're saying, what's the difference? Why am I throwing extra guys back there? Why don't I make them beat me with their arm? And so I'm giving all quarterbacks, OCs a pass. This this past year, I don't think anybody really saw the expansion of the defense coming as aggressively as it did. I mean, what the Cardinals are one of the few teams in the NFL that are still blitzing. I think there's yeah. like three or four teams that are blitzing above 33% in the NFL. Um, and so, you know, I, I think if we, see, if we see the same kind of struggles from certain quarterbacks that we saw last year as we do this year, then I think we can start talking about, okay, this person doesn't do this well. This person doesn't do this well.
0: 100-bolt predictions for the 2022 NFL season. This is a fun-ass article. I think that's a technical term. It's a fun-ass article to read. There's something for everybody, okay? And I was reading through it when it was posted two days ago, and there were two interesting Arizona Cardinals ones, and one of which is surrounding J.J. Watt. Let's talk about that The second, secondarily. First one is that the Kyler Murray is going to get an extension before the start of the 2022 season. Now, do you – for like – On the bold meter of the hundred, just, you know, portions of them are purely insanity-related, which is incredible. But it's like, you know what? If that happens, it's the NFL. The NFL's turned into the NBA. Just pretty much in every, like, the NBA had this much of a lead in the NFL for, like, this much of the year with free agency. And now that's obviously gone with player empowerment and everything. Do you think that's crazy that he would get a contract extension before the season starts? And do you think he should get 280, which is what some people are expecting he's going to get?
1: I just – I don't know what other choice they have if you're the Cardinals, right? <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, what are your other options, right? You've signed the GM through 2027 who hired the air aid coach who requires – the quarterback to run the system and i'm not saying there aren't other air raid quarterbacks out there or other quarterbacks that you could teach air raid i mean you could go get baker mayfield if you want to make a point but uh-huh. is that is that really what you want to do you know uh and so i think that i mean just from me looking at it from thirty thousand feet i think steve kime has sold michael bidwell this plan and i think it doesn't work without each of the three of them in place and i think that right now he's playing it tough, but, and again, you know, I think some GMs are better than, this than others. I think he's terrible at that. Um, he was bad at it with Josh Rosen. Um, you know, with Baker may, that was the worst bungled trade attempt I've seen since Baker Mayfield right now. Right. And so, um, I mean, they telegraphed that pick from day one, um, and then left themselves no choice, but to dump the asset. And so, um, I I, I think they just have to. I don't think they have any choice. And I think Kyler knows that. And I think that he's got a really smart agent. And I think that they're uh, they're banking on the Cardinals folding. And then them getting together and making it look like nobody folded, which is how these things work.
0: Yeah, it's it's a self-fulfilling prophecy at this point because it's set up to be as such. I mean, as you mentioned. And the, the thing that Steve Kime, the one where it's like, the almost 100% pivot on everything that I've ever said about him before was if you could turn Josh Rosen... Into DK Metcalf, and they could have, and that's Mm -hmm. the big one where you pass on him. You draft, uh, you know, an FCS guy at UMass who led the nation in everything receiving and hasn't seen the field since a two touchdown in three game span or three touchdown in two game span two years ago. So that so that's interesting. I hope, and you're right, they don't have a choice. And when you're dating somebody, male or female, and everybody else is in their DMs like the rest of the NFL for Kyler Murray, that should tell you something. Pay the kid move on and hopefully all this is going to work now the, the the last one is really fun like this is football nerds like you and me and millions of other people on the planet when it rings true to arizona like this one did where it's like veteran comes in then veteran goes wins and wins somewhere else Torrell suggs won a damn super bowl with kansas city after playing with the cardinals for 10 minutes jj watt will play all 17 games and record, what was it, ten, what was it exactly? He will play all 17 games, he'll be traded mid-season to play with a contender and a chance to win a Super Bowl. And I, I'm yeah. butchering the exact verbiage, but when I saw that, I'm like, holy crap, I texted you right after I read that. I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm like so what, what are the iterations of that? Where does this, like, you're like, okay, JJ Watt, like, where did you come from zero to one? Where was the zero to one jump with that one? Well, I just think that, I think he's got it. I
1: think he's got one healthy, good, healthy season left in him. I really do. I, I think that I think he's been unlucky for such a long period of time. And I think he's smart enough to realize, you know, this is these are the tweaks I can make. And, and some guys just get that one good last season. I mean, we've seen that with a couple of good generational pass rushers before. And I think if you're Arizona... I just don't think I don't think they're gonna have a great year this year. I I just don't. And uh, I said that last year, so uh, I'll admit that I had them going what five and twelve in my preseason predictions, nice. so I'll I'll wear that. Um mm-hmm. but um I I kind of see by the way, I don't think I was wrong necessarily because they were one of the luckiest teams in the NFL last year, consistently. Um I don't think that Kyler like I don't think we realize how incredible some of his stats were like his success on 50, 50 balls, like stuff that just doesn't always go your way. Right. But went their way a lot last year. I just don't think that happens again. But anyway, um, I'm just saying, if you played last season over again, they might go closer to five and 12. But anyway, um, I don't think this is a great team. I think it's a pretty good team in an excellent division, arguably the best division in football. I think, if you're going to get to week six or week seven and you have the chance to flip this guy, I I think you got to do it. Not only from an org, you know, veterans. I think the rules are different. I think he can go in there just like he did in Houston and say, Hey, listen, let's get me out of here. You know, I want to play with my brother for six games, whatever it is, you know, and, and I don't think it'll be Pittsburgh, but, um, I think the rules are different for veteran guys. I think the rules are different for GMs who need to show that they can get something for nothing at some point. And uh, I think all that just comes to a head. That's, that's kind of how I saw that coming down.
0: Staff writer, sports illustrated Monday morning, QB Connor, or the 100 most insane possibilities, whatever, you know, I mean, that it was, just, it's such a fun read, and I'm going to read this for everybody out there. Quote, tell people to subscribe to a print magazine. We won't steal your identity online from the one and only Connor Orr. Yes. Listen to him. You can just mail us a check and we'll we'll send you back a magazine, a year's worth of magazines. That's a great deal. Those were my favorite Tuesdays was Sports Illustrated Tuesdays. And you had a stack of them on your bookshelf, still go in through them, got the swimsuit, which is a little bonus. And like, and you just, it, it was great times. Making Sports Illustrated cover was still, was like my childhood growing up. You can still get it If you can't trust that face, I don't know what you can trust. Um, (laughs) Connor or sports illustrated. Thanks so much for joining me, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. That dude's good. That was so fun. That was Connor or at Connor or on Twitter, sports illustrated Monday morning, QB hundred bold predictions for the 2022 NFL season. He had the Arizona Cardinals trading JJ Watt mid season and he had the Cardinals signing Kyler Murray to his contract extension before the start of the 2022 season. the, the latter, Kyler Murray, showed up to OTAs yesterday. Whoop-de-frickin'-do. I'm going to talk about it in the final segment next. First, rockauto.com. You know that I know nothing about cars. If you've listened to anything in my life through Locked On Cardinals, you would know I know nothing about cars. That's why rockauto.com is so important to me. I don't want to go to a chain store for it. Not only do I not want to get upcharged 30 40 50 100% for parts that I could get online at rockauto.com without the upcharge. I don't wanna have those awkward conversations like, hey man, how do I do this? Where do I find this for my car? Cause I don't know jack about it. That's why rockauto.com got me covered. Family owned business, they've been online for 20 years. They treat you like family. They don't upcharge family. When you're here, you know they'll take care of you. Their prices are reliably low. They don't have to deal with the with, with the shelving issues that sometimes chain storefronts have. Go to rockauto.com, write lock down in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, final segment, Locked on Cardinals. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Hope you enjoyed the interview with Connor Orr from SI.com. You know, I just ask people questions, and they give their thoughts on the Arizona Cardinals. It hasn't been extremely positive regarding this offseason for the Cardinals. Those aren't my words. Those are theirs. They are smarter than I am. That's why I have them on my show. But it's just interesting to see that there seems to be some sort of – what's the lack of fluid? Clunky disconnect during this offseason, according to some, you know, national media members, Mita Kimes, Michael Jr., uh, Matt Money Smith. And, you know, and and Connor had kind of the same thing to say, where it's just like we don't really know what's going on. Um, Veteran team – uh, the, the draft hasn't been great, but that's not to say this offense isn't going to be fun, and it's going to be on the shoulders of Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray, you know, while missing the beginning of voluntary OTAs, was there out on the field yesterday, hucking it out, Trey McBride, etc. cetera. I told you this wasn't a big deal. It's still not a big deal. Uh, the leadership thing, okay. So what? him not being there for the beginning of voluntary OTAs could, you know, it, it it could side, it could strengthen either side of the argument. One, oh, he's not a leader. Oh, he's not a leader. Or yeah, he's in a contract negotiation. Would you show up? It strengthens either side. What this shows is it was much ado about nothing. It's going to be swept under the rug, not in a way where it needs to be revisited later. It's that it never should have been brought up really to begin with, but it happened. So we had to discuss it. Others took way more credence into it than I did and held more weight into it. I talked about it for six minutes because I had to address it. I don't think it was a big deal at all. And obviously it's showing that it's not. Just because he's not a raw, rah guy, and just because he was demonstrative on the sidelines when things were going wrong last year, doesn't mean he's a bad leader. It doesn't mean like it, it doesn't mean anything. Okay. Does he have some leadership qualities that he needs to grow, you know, via that he that he has to that he has to get better? At? Absolutely. Do like I think Kyler Murray. Is less at fault than the front office in Cliff Kingsbury. Do I think I don't think Kyler Murray is devoid of fault with what's gone on the last two halves of the last two seasons. He's he's still got growing to do. He's still got you know he's got his football game needs to mature more. And we heard from Connor like things that things need to be figured out. Absolutely. Do the car but the Cardinals should 100% pay him. He showed up. That's it. That's all we have to talk about. Alex Lanty locked on Cardinals. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. There's a bunch of great interviews on there. Um, yeah. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Free and available on all platforms. Now I'll make your second listen Locked On NFL. You could check me out today with Tyler Rowland on the Locked On NFL YouTube channel, as well as free and available wherever you get your podcast. Alex Lindsay Locked On Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.